The views expressed in the following program do not necessarily represent those of the staff, management, or owners of WGBB. Live from the WGBB studios in Merrick, New York, this is Sports Talk New York. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to WGBB Sports Talk, the second hour of Sports Talk Radio. You got the doctor. The sports innovators are back. You got Dr. Rob, Dr. Rob Free from Lake Success. We got Eric from Moncacama with us again tonight. And we've got Hector from Washington Heights. Ladies and gentlemen, we have, I think, a fascinating show tonight. Welcome, gentlemen. How are you guys doing, by the way? Good, good, good. good. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay, but I'm a little disappointed. I have to open up. I know it's just happened. I was listening, driving in to the third period of the Rangers, and unfortunately, the amazing 10-game winning streak has come to an end. This is something I... Uh, the Rangers? We, we yeah. talking Rangers? Yeah, the, the Rangers... <laughs> They, they lost to Columbus? They lost to Columbus, that, Eric. That I, I, I'm, I'm absolutely wow. a little I'm very disappointed more than anything else. But, but here's my thought going into the game. Um, listen, they won 10 in a row. You can't win every night, okay? We, we Although they have won 10 in a row. I, I agree, but, I mean, Columbus is like the worst team. I agree. <laughs> wow, I, I, that, that is unbelievable. But I want, I want to just throw something out on that, Eric. Sometimes... They played a, a really rough game last, you know, yesterday afternoon against the uh, the Flyers, and it was a really tight, true. physical game. Yep. Um, you travel. The game is 24 hours later. They're going from Philadelphia. They're flying to Columbus. They're checking in. I mean, these guys are tired. It's tired legs. And, you know, Columbus and it, it had something wow. to prove tonight. They come into the game pretty much wired. Uh, they know they, they the Rangers have a streak, a, a historic streak for them going, possibly, and they don't want to be. Oh, the that's guys. true. That's true. That would have been what their most consecutive games won. Also, if they won tonight, right? Well, probably. I'm shocked. Sadly, I mean, look, I'm an Islander fan. I'm not. A, so, I'm not upset. You're not happy. You're happy. But to Columbus, I mean, that, and wow. I, I must say, a quick plate. Well, I'm not going to blame Jonathan Quick tonight. He, he looked okay out there. The Rangers, they looked tired. The legs looked shot. Um, Columbus really took it to them. They had a lot more chances. The Rangers just look like I, don't, I hate the word flat. Don't you hate that guy? You know, in sports, everybody says, "Oh, they came out flat." That's a lot of crap. Flat. These are professional athletes. There's no such thing as flat. Tired, fatigued, legs are a little yeah. weary. Yeah. A plane ride, and, and, and get leg, yeah. get it. Right. But flat. Yeah. I, gentlemen, I want to just throw this out because you think maybe they overlooked. And, and I'll, well, I was. There, there might be some of that, and I'll, and I'll give you what you're saying too, because I mean, hockey is a fast sport. Right. Okay, and and physical. I mean, you got two two fast sports. Both going on right now, hockey and basketball. Okay, basketball they're running up and down the court constantly, and they got to take shifts. And the same thing with hockey. Okay, in hockey, there's hockey. There is hitting. Yeah, okay, it's very, you know, physical very physical and, game. And, uh, by the way, like you said, Eric, basketball, which I know, and we'll get into that. He's already he's going to get right of it. But I just want he's got a lot to say on the Knicks and and, and the Celtics. What happened? And we'll, we'll we'll get into that. We're, we're separating but, the men from yeah. the boys, but let's face it, the, the Knicks, which we'll get to. Yeah. I promise, Hector. I wanted to finish my Ranger point. I, and, and this whole thing going on with this, you know, flat. And and you understand, teams, professional athletes, any layman. 
I listen to the media. I listen to the talk show hosts. Oh, they came out flat tonight. That's a lot of crap. Yeah. There's no such thing as flat. Tired, fatigued. Yeah. The other, the, here's one thing, another pet peeve I have, guys. When I hear people call in and they say, oh, how are we losing this thing? I know, I know you were kidding around because uh, you're well, smiling. No, it's here's, a, and I want to throw this out because Eric, this goes there. This goes, and Hector, this goes for every single sport. The other team. Wants to win sure. too. Sure. That's what I'm saying. Sure. This, this is not a winning streak. Trying to stop the winning streak. Yep. You know, maybe the Rangers look past them. Yep. You know, I'm not too much into the hockey. I'm too many in there, especially in the playoffs. But I didn't watch sports, a little bit of the sports. No, no, of course, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Sports, yeah. sports. I'm just. I'm but, no, to your sport. point, I was watching a little bit on the way in, and I'm, you know, I don't know all the guys' names in the hockey. But I think it's okay. And the second intermission, I think his name is Alexi or something. He was talking about almost what you're saying. He didn't feel like the Rangers came out to play tough today. He felt like they came out to just, you know, play fancy and maybe took the game a little bit Just late. go through the motions? I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they knew they were going in against a weaker team. Yeah. But in, at, at every level, to win a game in any professional sport, even a high school sport, yeah. anybody who's ever been on a court who's participated in, in any kind of, um, you know, game, okay, yeah. against another opponent, high school, college, just pick up games. Bottom line is, Teams, it's not a one-way street. Right, you're not always going to be on your game. Sports. Right. If I now look, did based on what you're talking about here, and I'll transition this to a quick Islander uh, point from a couple years ago when they were in the bubble during the during COVID. Okay, when they were in, in that first round of playoffs up in Canada. Look what look what happened to them that year. They had the, they won. Uh, I forgot who it was they were playing against. But they had to f- start the next series, fly across all right. Canada right. That's an the next it, it day to play, game. which was completely ridiculous. That, that's, but that's another argument. But to have to finish, and they went to an overtime in that game, had to go all the way across Canada to play the next game, and they lost in that series. But, you know, to your point, travel, physical game, you know, uh, that's what happens a lot of times and, and, in these and sports. I think, I think we get crazy. Fans are fans. They're fanatics. They just want to vent. They want to scream it out. How do we lose? You lost because the other team played better. And, through, and, and we're through them. Just, perfect example. They didn't have a problem. <laughs> the night they normally should. You think they're going to have? That's why we play these games. Anyway, you're listening to WGBB 1240 uh, on the dial the second hour. And if anybody wants to reach us for phone calls, it's the phone number is 516-623-1240. And I just had to vet that out. I had to get it out. I know there's a lot we want to touch on today. That is crazy that they lost. But, I, and, say, and, and you, I mean, Eric, when... when I just by looking at your reaction, and it was to Columbus. You know what? Any professional team on any given night, yep, you know, could, could pull this off. But hey, Rob, let me ask you guys something because I'm looking at here. You have one of the tabloids here, and I, like I said, my hockey knowledge is very minimal. You're better but, than you think. <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm looking at this rookie. What is his name? Matt Rempe, right? Yeah. And most of what I've seen with him since he came up is these fights. Right. I know that he's very tall. And, and all of this good he, stuff. He's I don't even know how score. good is, what kind of game he is. Is he a scorer, a defenseman? I'm not even sure about all of that. But my question is, because you see this happen in hockey a lot, is the fighting, first of all. But what is it with this young kid who just came up? He's just here. And it seems like before the game's even started, it's set up that he has to fight someone on the other team. If you could give me a little... I'm going to give you my... You know, my I'm going to give you my... And I want to hear probably more than me, but... 
I got a little pre- pre- but I, you know, I've been asking about it. And someone gave me a good explanation. Okay. But, and, and, and here's my thought on it. Number one, the Rangers have always been considered a soft team. They've always been a team, a, a finesse team over the years. They, they, they get to a certain level, they just can't punch it in and get to the, and, and win the cup. They get to the finals they, or the semis, they get knocked out. They haven't had an enforcer in a while. They've got a guy who's like an enforcer. This okay, guy so is, is that what it is? Because that's what I was thinking as I was driving here. Is it because he's known as someone who's going to fight? He's an enforcer. So the guys are trying to let him no, like you're not gonna come in here right. and be that there, guy. You need to earn. I'll, I'll equate it. To, I'll equate it also to like basketball. Basketball, you have your tough guy. Like Oakley with the Knicks was a tough guy. You didn't want to mess with him. Okay, uh, you know now. Like you're you with the hockey, me with the basketball. I'm not sure who their tough guy is on the team. That's where you're gonna fall into to tell me that. But you know they haven't had the rough and tough guy in a while on the Rangers. Islanders have Matt Martin. Right. Matt Martin is their right, tough guy. somebody that he right. actually fought already. Last right? week in, right. the, in the Stadium Series game. Okay. Right. Now, right. the thing about this guy, Rempe, he not even on skates, he's like nine feet tall. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but he's like six foot eight, I think. He's like six foot eight. He's like six right. eleven. Yeah, yeah. he's a huge guy, and he comes out, and, and he's been starting off like his first shift like right away starting fights or getting into fights I shouldn't say starting fights getting into fights right away which is a good and bad thing it's good because it's showing the toughness and he's willing to battle for the team it's also bad though because if he puts you behind the eight ball right, right away and you're in a penalty and that's exactly what happens yeah, you can right. you can well you say he's taking out fights but I thought I heard him say yesterday that the other and I don't know who the guy is that he was fighting yesterday, that he came to him like even before the game and said, okay, so are you ready for this today? Or are we going to do this? Sometimes they do I, that. I, I think that's, 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 like, it's a, the one thing, I, I played the game on here. I said, it, when you're out there, it, it's really, really intense. And well, I can understand that if it just happens in the course of the game, right? right, right. You're playing the game, somebody hits someone. I know there are guys in hockey that protect the main guy, right? right. Yeah. The Lemieux, I'll take it back. Yeah. Just, oh, the, right. the, 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 the Gretzkys, you know, mm-hmm. these guys are there to protect these guys, right. right? So I understand if one of those guys takes a hit, then he steps in. You know, yeah. let's say Panarin takes a hit. I would think that he's the one that's going to step in and defend him. Right. Panarin, if, like, if, if he's on the ice. But I don't even see that that's happening. Yeah. The game just started, right. boom, gloves down. That's a great point. And, and, yeah. and I want to say one thing about going back to... And I love to bring up history because I'm old. I know a lot of old. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, there was a guy in the Flies uh, who was, his name was Dave Schultz, and he was a not a great player, but an enforcer. He would just his point of playing was basically get into a fight and try. Yeah. But his his objective was to take out. He was a goon. He's best player. He was a goon. He was a goon. That's he what was they a called. Goon. You know, and no. then, ironically, um, but the, hockey the was movie cool. Slapshot, which yep. is a famous movie out of the seventies. Uh, Paul Newman. I saw on Twitter today that. Today's like an anniversary of when that movie yeah. first came out. But, you know, Hector, you brought up an interesting point. And you're listening to, ladies and gentlemen, the second hour of Sports Talk New York Radio on WGBB 1240. Our phone number is 516-623-1248. You got the innovators here today, and we're already getting into it. And we're talking hockey, you know, because it, this is what happened tonight. Listen, it's been... An unbelievable season for the Rangers, and we all got to transition, Hector. I promise, gotta know Hector's got to get. Time. But, but I, I do want to say this Ranger team, and, and and I think it's really important. My feelings on them. I've been watching hockey. I'm 63. I've been watching hockey since the late 60s. I remember vaguely 
my first real remembrance is the 72 uh, Stanley Cup Finals against the Bruins. The Rangers got to the Finals. They lost in six games on garden ice. And the, the, I'm watching the Bruins skate around with the cup, you know, as a kid. And, and, and you know what? That, and that same year, and this is historical, the Knicks got to the Finals, their second Finals uh, against the Lakers, and they lost. They won the, fi- the following year. So you had two... New York Garden teams playing like they did in 1994, and that's already a long time ago. But that is really, I believe, the only time ever. Well, that, yeah, well, I was just going to say, and it's interesting you just brought that up because look at look at the parallel. So you, you mentioned 72, and I'm only a couple years old at that point. But you get again 94. Same thing. Both teams 19. going. You know, now you have one winning the cup, one getting to the finals. Oh okay. And then look at where both teams are and, now. And, and now, that's now, can now, we flip that? I mean, listen, yeah. I was good when the Rangers won in '94. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and we're gonna. Yeah, yeah, basketball we're gonna, fan, I would have wished. Absolutely. Well, right. they, they, well, that's where we're going because you know now you have, you know, both teams playing well. I mean, you have the Knicks form off a little bit, but we're talking injuries here. But we're in the same scenario we're here same with both teams playing well. Both teams in the Garden. Both teams with the same owner. Uh, now, I, I, Eric, I want to just touch on the range. I want to end the transition quickly to the Knicks, and I want to get, get your guys' opinions. My thought on the Rangers is what I'm watching this year. In all the years I've seen this team, this is this team is probably number one. They got an amazing coach. This, this coach is really, really knowledgeable. He's got control. Former Islander coach. Um, they have such <laughs> incredible depth. They have two unbelievable goaltenders. I mean, you know, Jonathan Quick has won cups with the with the Kings. I mean, Igor is just unbelievable. They have been so lucky to transition, you know, from Richter, you know, going to Hank all those years, and now they got Igor, and then they pick up Jonathan Quick, who's, who's already a champion, and he's basically having a fill-in role. And ladies and gentlemen, tonight was not, was not Jonathan Quick's fault. I mean, they were just really... Columbus really came at him tonight. They really came at him. They wanted to pull the upset in the Rangers. They just looked tired. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. And one thing I want to point out about that, you mentioned the coaching. Look, and they've been lucky, and this is how we're going to, you know, I want to transit. We'll transition that later into the certain things with the, with the baseball. But you're right. I mean, look, the, they've been fortunate with – like you said, Richter to Lundqvist to now Igor. Okay. The one thing I got to say about the Rangers now they got a great coach, former Islander coach, Lavalette, one in Carolina. The one thing that I'd be a little concerned about. Now again, I'm not a Ranger fan. I'm an Islander fan, but I speak from experience. Well, you're a hockey fan, right? You know the game. Is Lavalette is a great coach in the, in the very beginning of when he takes over teams. He tends to fall off. From like the second, like just after the second year on of coaching a team, as far as the performance of the team, just based on his history of coaching. So if they're going to win, you want them to win now. Well, they, uh, you know, as far as his tenure as this coach. team, I get it. going finishing up my point on this. This is the best uh, depth team. They are fast. They, this is the fastest they've been. They have this this attitude of. You, you're not going to beat us. We'll come back on you anytime. Um, they really are, in my opinion. Yes, they lost tonight, but we're going to lose. Unfortunately, the yeah, we're going to win every single game. Yeah, like, yeah, the Knicks won the winning streak, and they finally lost, and people were losing their mind. Like you're not going to win well, every single game left. You won ten in a row. It's great. Do you want to go on and win that eleventh? Absolutely. Of course, you want to get the team. Do you want to beat a team that you should beat? Absolutely. That's not how you want. 
a winning streak to break up, but you can't lose your mind over it. You know. No, 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 no. And I think I think it's it, it, it's it's something. As fans, you're gonna hear a lot of people. How they lose to Columbus? Like Eric, you know what? Well, Eric is being a troll. As an Islanders fan, that's what he's doing. I'll just finish it again. The other team wants to win too. This is not about New York, New York, New York, or whoever they're playing. Every city has fandom, and they all have people that go to games mm -hmm. and and watch these games, and the and, and professional athletes. I don't care. What you where you are in the standings? <laughs> any professional team could beat any professional team anytime. Now, Hector, I'm glad you brought that up. As far as the same thing with the Knicks, we're on a huge winning streak, right? Which they were. Yeah, they made that they made that trade for OG, right? They went on a nice streak. Now, unfortunately, right. some of the players got hurt along yes. the way. But you, but, right, exactly, right, and they even made a joke about that the other day too. I believe with the, with the post game after the the Celtics game. Uh, Saying that you know we don't have this person, we don't have this person, we don't have this person. The media was laughing at the press conference because they're, they're not wrong. What are you supposed to do? But they they went on that that great streak, and everyone got excited, rightfully so. But now you know, in their case, they started losing some games, and they went into the All Star break at a perfect time because of how the you schedule fell. Exactly, exactly. I, I want to ask you a question. So, so heck, now, so you tell me now, because again, now, I'm, in my case here, now we're roles reversed. I'm a casual basketball fan. Right. I watch it on occasion, depending on who's playing, when they're playing. Okay, I I focus a little bit more on the playoffs again, hoping that the Knicks are in there. Okay, if the Nets are in, I'll watch them. But ah, I mean, you know, but you know, I would prefer you know the Knicks to win mainly because they are the main team in New York. Okay. But I don't follow them as closely as you do, okay? So who are we looking for right now to step up? Because I know Brunson obviously is the main guy right now. Right. But who's around him that can help out because of the injuries that are going on? Well, that's the question. And the first thought that comes to mind is one of the guys that just recently came in too, right? Because he's known as a scorer. He's done it before. He's been in playoff battles, and that would be Bojan. Um for some reason, he, two games ago, he had a great game. I forget. He was over 20 points, almost 30 points, I believe it was. Last night, I think he only played about 17 minutes. And we were struggling to score. Okay. You know, and they were getting open opportunities, but the guys that were on the court weren't making shots. Unfortunately, Dante, who had stepped up, whom I was looking at, okay, this guy can be legitimately the third scorer on this team, has now taken a little step. Now, I don't want to say a step back, but has struggled a little bit with the shot and hasn't been able to provide that scoring or that consistent scoring. Um, that basket when you need a basket. Instead, we've had Josh Hart, who's played well, who you know, does all the other things that we talked about it before when we were here. Yeah. Sometimes he struggles to score. And he's hit a couple of threes in the, in the last few games and all that. Um, but I think, yeah, the first person you would look would be Ball John. Um, you would want to see Alec Burks provide some of that scoring off the bench. He has also struggled for the most part. I know that first game, you know, people thought he had a good game the first game he played with us. But it was really in the fourth quarter. We hit like three or four threes, and, you know, it looked better than it was. Um, but that's the big question right now is who's going to step up and give you that scoring? And we're not seeing it, and that's what has people worried, honestly. So, Hector, I, I was thinking about that because I really wanted to go to you. I mean, I lo I've been watching the Knicks as well, very much into it. I, I, I go back, way back to I 
to the days of the 60s and 70s when they won their two championships. Um, I must say, okay, up until the injury, they were, in my opinion, really playing great. They looked like a definite conference finals team. Absolutely. Without Randall, and this is the million-dollar question because we don't know how bad this shoulder is going is to be as far as keeping him out. Is, this gonna, is he going on possibly to surgery, which might happen? Yes. If that happens, he's done. It's over. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, can this team, do they have enough talent to, to, to go deep without Randall? Million dollar question. Can yeah. I, can I, can I, 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 wanna, I want to think they do, but I quite haven't seen it yet. Yeah. You know, so far since the additions. Now, you have to be fair, right? I think it's been four or five games they've all played together, but it's been in and out. Even iHeart hasn't been able to play right. consistently. He's missed a couple of games, and the games he's played has been limited minutes. So, the first thing is I, w- I would want to see what the team is going to be. Right? Is it going to be without Randall? Okay, then let me see that. Let's see how that looks. Let's see how it all blends. If OG is able to come back. Because we're st- still not even sure about OG. He's going to come back, but there's no return date or anything like that. Nothing, there's a lot of question marks with these Knicks injuries. Although there has been answers, we think. But there's still a lot of question marks if you really think about it. So I first would like to see what that team is going to be. I don't think we're going to find out just yet. Talent-wise, I... I, I guess it depends on the matchups. It right. depends on who they, they're matched up with. The talent is there. The coaching is there. I love him. The leadership is there with Brunson, but he obviously can't do it by himself. No, they're double teaming him. They're, they're taking him out of the game. And, right. and, and and that's where you have to have a hard step up. And, and, and they, 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 they're good, but they were really good. I feel like they were, like, really getting close to being on the Celtics level. And I always feel that the Knicks play the Celtics well. Well, let's think about it. If they didn't get, these guys didn't get hurt, we could possibly be talking about the Knicks holding on to the second spot in the Eastern Conference. Instead, they're a step away from being in the playing tournament. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, if you look at the standings, it's one or two games either way. So, I mean, we got to see. There's still, what, 25 games left? Okay, so here's so here's a question I have for you then. Okay, because you mentioned the, you know, the this handful of players. Now I again, this this is the 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 fan part of me listening to the other people calling in more knowledgeable than me on this. Okay, but a lot of the rhetoric is that that Thibodeau, the coach, likes to play certain people a little excessively when when it comes. Now is that part of what's going on here? Uh, as far as the equation with these other players you just mentioned, or is that uh, just, a, again, the feeling out process trying to include everybody to get the, the good matchup, do you think? What do you mean as to right now? Yeah, yeah right now because, because, of, because of the injuries that have played in and everything. Well, like I get, said, look at last know. night. He didn't play balls on yeah. but like 17 minutes. So, yeah, he does have a tendency to latch on to a few guys. He has a tendency to play a, a shorter lineup. Eight guys, maybe nine guys, short of rotation, I should say. I'm hoping in the playoffs. See, in the playoffs, it depends. It's more about matchups. So you may not play a guy so much against this team, but you also have multiple games. Say again, you also have multiple games against the same team, so you're not limited to that one game, which which no, no, absolutely, absolutely, exactly. So from game to game, that can change, and it can also change from series to series as to who's the focus as to getting the main minutes. Um, I. Listen, the injury to, to Randall, you can't put it on the minutes. 
you could say maybe he shouldn't have been playing in that game because I, I, if I remember correctly, the score was a little bit spread. So maybe he shouldn't have been yeah, playing at that heck point. Heck of an injuries happen. That's right, exactly. Injuries. But injuries guys are big guys. They're playing all. OG, it seems like he came already with something going on. You it know, seem so, that way. Yeah, it seems. So, so do we put that on Tibbs? I don't know. I don't know. But at the same time, the more you play, the more you play. Injuries do happen, but the more you play, the more tired you are. It can wear on the tennis, wear you know, the ligaments and stuff like that. And ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the second hour of Sports Talk New York. You got the innovators here. Uh, we have a call on the line here. Uh, Robbie, you're on WGBB. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Nice to talk to you again. So, Rob, thanks for letting me call you, man. Uh, well, I was on with my buddy Pat Doyle last night on the band. And, uh, I, 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 heard, I, heard, I heard you, Robbie. Yeah, yeah. I was listening to that also. You guys were talking to yeah. the Yeah, Eric, I heard you talking about it. Well, first of all, about your Islanders. Um, you know, it's time for Lou Lamorello to say goodbye because to me, I agree. He, he's, 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 a big, he's a big problem with it. He's just too past the game, he's passed him by. Yeah, I But they got so exposed. It was embarrassing watching them lose to the Columbus Blue Jackets tonight. It was a disgrace. They got 41 shots for the Blue Jackets. I mean, Keandre Miller to me, he looks like the greatest player in the world when he's on. I mean, he looks like like a, like an amateur who plays little league hockey when he's when he's not into his game. So, well, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. The Columbus they give him they give him wide open shots tonight. It was just terrible. And you guys were talking about the Knicks and the Yankees. I almost say something about the Yankees. Were you talking about the Yankees before? We're going to get. To, we got the second half of the uh, show. We're going to get into the baseball. Okay. But, yeah, but okay. you got so, so let, 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 let me talk about the Knicks for a moment, okay? I just want to say, as a, as a guy who used to love the NBA. I cannot watch the NBA. It is absolutely unwatchable to me. I mean, this is nothing but three-point shots on one-on-one basketball. And as much as I like Brunson, I mean, does Brunson make anybody else on the court look good? Does he? How many assists does he have per game? Five, four. He's a he's not a point guard. He's a scoring guard. He's a very good player. But can anybody ever post up in the NBA anymore? No, listen, Rob. I, I, defense? Yeah. I think right now it's a little unfair to say that about Brunson because, like we were just saying, that. The other guys are not scoring. So there were times right. yesterday where he's giving the ball up, and the guys are missing open shots. So what is he to well, do? What is, right. As the best well, player on the team, it's definitely the best player on the team right now, with, yeah. with Randall out, it's also right. upon him to take the game over, right? If, if if you lose the game and he's, like, just running around the court and passing the ball and not taking shots, then people are complaining about, well, how are you the best guy if you're not taking the, the, the last yeah. shot or you're not taking right. over the game at the end of the game? So I don't think that's fair. Now, as far as the game itself, yeah, it's changed. It's a it's different awful. game than when we grew up. It's my first. It's my, you know, I've had Kevin Curran on my show, you know, from the post. Obviously, not the post anymore. I've Kevin on my show a few times and, you know, up here in, uh, in Mass. And, you know, Kevin says the nerds are taking over the game, and they have. I mean, yeah. I, well, saw, I, 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 I was a Knicks fan in New York. I used to go to the gardens in the blue seat eight bucks. I mean, it's a, it's a joke. I mean, I, I, I just want to interrupt you on one second. Yeah, Number yeah, one, yeah, I, I, I hear, I, we've did, we've discussed this, me and you. I've conformed. I gotta be honest with you. I've really, I really, I, I, I really don't mind the long What's shooting. The, let me ask I, you this, Rob. Rob, let me ask you this. What does an NBA coach do? He's a baby. Oh, no, no, no. I think just an NBA coach is actually I love Thibodeau. I, honestly, he reminds me of Red Holzman. Yeah, this guy is a red jeans. Can he wear a suit instead of a, instead of a gym suit? I mean, can NBA coaches actually look professional like they used to look? Like, what's the story? I mean, the NHL coaches... Yeah, but, 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 Robbie, now, now we're talking about society. 
And also, too, if I, and I'm, you know hockey's my favorite sport. Why does an NHL player play every game? You can go to a game now, spend $200 on tickets to Madison Square Garden, and if player comes to see sports world management time, I have to sit down. We're going to have to pick this up because we've got to go to a break, brother. But thanks for calling in. You're listening to the second hour of WGBB Sports Talk Radio with the innovators, the sports innovators. We will be back after the break. And it's already getting hot and heavy here in this in this studio. You're listening to Sports Talk New York. Tune in every Sunday night at 8 p.m. on Long Island's WGBB. Broadcasting on 95.9 FM and 1240 AM. Or listen live online at WGBBradio.com. Stay connected to Sports Talk New York on WGBB by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at WGBB Sports Talk. You're listening to Sports Talk New York on Long Island's WGBB. And now, back to the show. And good evening and for the second half hour of the second hour of Sports Talk New York Radio on 1240 WGBB. Uh, if anybody wants to call in and listening to the Sports Innovators, we got the doctor, Dr. Rob from Lake Success, Eric from Ronkonkoma, and Hector from Washington Heights. Gentlemen, this has been a very interesting 30 minutes that we opened up. We, we obviously touched early on on the, um, on the Rangers, uh, on their loss of their, of their winning streak, uh, which has now come to an end. But I'm sure when they get back to the garden against Columbus, they're going to just take care of business and destroy them. And that's kind of how the Rangers roll. Um, when we broke off into this, the early, just before the break, we were talking about the Knicks and, their future going forward um, as far as with their injuries. My personal thought is that right now we're looking at a depleted team. And, and, and this is part of the, the problem with, with when you play 80 games, 82 games in a season, is going to be injuries. But when you lose your, in my opinion, your second best player, uh, Randall, basically this takes a lot out of this team. Brunson is getting double teamed. It, it's getting very difficult, and the other t- the other players have to step up. Uh, we're discussing where where they can go, how far they go. Um, you know, I always look at the regular season, guys, as <laughs> exhibition because nowadays, if you get in, you it's can it, win. Get in, you can win. And but you got to use the season to kind of see where you're at, what works the best. Right now, the Knicks are are falling off a little bit. Heck, you brought up that. They're falling into the fourth. They're in the fourth spot now. If they don't get into the fifth and sixth spot, they're not even going to have the you know the home court advantage, which is what you want. You want to have that seventh seventh game at home. Um, Hector, we were going with you with the direction with the Knicks and your feeling going forward. You you basically you don't believe they can they can go deep without. And, and Hector, if you don't mind, if, if I yeah, I just want to set it up also too with this based on. With their upcoming schedule and everything, where they could finish up, but but Rob, medical question for you because you are a doctor. Now, 
Randall has a dislocated shoulder, right. correct? Okay. Uh, OG, I don't remember the exact injury, but... Is that uh, elbows? Elbow, okay. Elbow, I forget now, exactly what the injury is. I, as regular people here, non-players... And, and, okay, and, and you know, it's funny, I... I I have a torn labrum in my shoulder. Okay. I have a torn labrum in my hip. At the, currently, I'm I'm scheduled for surgery on one of them. Regular everyday stuff is difficult when you have a basketball player who one of their main things is shooting the ball over the head, this and you're talking about a shoulder injury. Major, that is not something major, that's going major to. Injury. I want I want to explain to the audience, being a physician since uh, for the last 35 years. Um, I've run across a lot of different injuries. I'm a, I'm a podiatrist, and I've seen a lot of foot different injuries, ankles, and, and, and along those lines. When you get a dislocated shoulder, okay, you're basically tearing the ligaments which hold the shoulder together, and that takes time minimum. Here, here's my rule of thumb. If it doesn't need to go on to surgery, which I knew right away. Once I heard dislocation, you're looking at six weeks. Everything, the magic number seems to be six weeks. And as you were saying, Eric, in this sport where you need to be able to raise your arms, okay, and there's a lot of contact and shooting is a finesse. Bumping into each other. Bumping into each other. And it's a very finesse sport. And there's a lot of time, there's a lot of hitting going on under the boards. He takes a lot of his action to the court. He, you know, goes down low. And if he's in that type of situation... You know, it's going to be very, very difficult. He has to heal 100%. If he doesn't go on to surgery, okay, surgery, it's, it's over. Season's done. That, that's it. The right. other night, he's never coming back for this right. year. If he can make it through and heal uh, the ligaments, it can repair itself over enough time, he'll be able to play. So that's where we're at right now. No, yeah, I, no, listen, my thoughts are his. I hope he comes back. Uh, you know, you listen to him talk and. Part of it makes you feel good, and part of it make, part of it makes you feel a little worried. You know, he's the one that brought up the surgery fact, and the fact that he's trying not to have the surgery. He's trying not to have the surgery. So that tells me that some most of the advice is that he should probably have surgery. Yeah, he's gonna now, wind up maybe. You guys talk about being able to shoot. Listen, the way that he plays, he goes that fall that he took wasn't the first time. It's the first time that the shoulder popped out. Right. You know, I remember a buddy of mine in high school had had that same problem. Mm -hmm. And after that pops out the first time, it can always happen. Mm -hmm. You know. It, 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 but after that, it, 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 you know, Correct. then you put it right back and it's nothing. I don't know how he used to do that. It will pop out, he put it right back in, keep running right down the court. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes he needed help, sometimes he didn't. But it's got to I, I, I do want to elaborate. Well, you made a great, great point. People don't understand about ligaments. Ligaments are, are not like rubber bands, okay? When you stretch a ligament, all right, not to get too medical here, but I think you'll understand what I'm trying to say. When a ligament stretches, it's not like a rubber band. It doesn't go back. It stays in that position. So you've heard of people, let's say they get a sprained ankle. Those are ligaments that usually are torn or stretched. When those, when you have a bad ankle sprain, okay, the ankle is never the same. It's always going to be a problem. This guy... As far as I'm concerned, unless he gets the surgery where it gets tightened up, mm -hmm. and what we're trying to see here is can he make it through the season? Then he had an ankle injury last year, which people, this guy's a warrior, man. He's a freaking warrior. Randall is a warrior. I really feel that way. He's out there. Yeah, he's but until that warrior comes back, what are the Knicks going to do? That's what we need to focus on right now. And they need, listen, the schedule coming up gets a little tough. Yeah, they got the Pistons tomorrow, which it's at home. They should be able to beat them. But then you have the Pelicans, who are not bad, at home again, 
The Warriors at home again. This is Tuesday, then Thursday, and then Sunday out in Cleveland before hosting the Hawks, and then, you know, you get a little bit more. But those five, six games right there, I mean, at least three of them are with teams that good teams fighting for playoffs just like them, fighting for positioning. Can the Knicks get some wins in, the, in, those, in those games to be able to stay? Listen, if they drop from two, okay, no big deal. But if you can stay be, between four and six, maybe the seventh seed, you, what you don't want to do is have a first-round matchup with the Boston Celtics. No. You know what I'm saying? You want to be able, if you can, to have home court, although I'm not sure that really matters too much, but in any sport, in any series, you want to have home court. I don't care what anybody says. You know what I'm saying? And then hope that these guys get back healthy, that iHeart is able to get healthy again because I'm still not sure that he's healthy. So he's not playing up to his potential right now because he's not, you know, he just doesn't have it. OG comes back again, and, and then we'll, ha we'll see what happens with Randall. But we also got to see if Bojan and Alec get more incorporated into this team, take more of a bigger role into this team. If it's going to be needed, might as well start now. Because if those guys are not able to come back, you don't want to give up on the season, right? You made the move for these guys, you still want to be able to go on some kind of run. Is it going to be the same run that you were thinking and hoping that they could do if you were fully healthy? Probably not. But to at least win a round, I would, I would think See, so. And, Listen, that, and, and that, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry, Rob. Uh, here's the question I have. So we're about, what, three weeks into the Randall injury? Am I thinking about like, that, right? Yeah. yeah, about three weeks or so. So let, let's, let's assume, you know, I, uh, no surgery at this point. So that puts okay. So figure another three weeks to a month, you know, that that puts us into what the, the end of March almost, right? Okay, where they are. So, you know, based on what you said, you want to try at least in the, this next handful of games you mentioned. You know, if you can go three, you know, three and two, and those, I, I think you'd be happy. You want yeah, to hang right. on to position, and, and 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 this is where someone's got to step up. But if I'll leave you with this on my thought. Going in before this injury, I mean the Knicks were on fire, man. They were they were like what the Rangers were doing right now. I mean they were they were taking over the city. Because let's face it, when the Knicks are hot, okay, I mean they, they really do take over the city, and, and this city's starving for it. And last year they had a great team. They yes, Miami, you know, came out of nowhere. Uh, Tenth, well, they were playing team and barely got you know got into the playoffs. And why I'm knocking them out? And, and, and but going forward, if we're healthy. I really believe this team can get to a conference finals, okay. and that's the big if. Now I see Hector shaking his head. <laughs> he's well, he's no, looking no, at no. the schedule. I'm looking at the schedule. Yeah. No, no, I'm looking at the. I'm looking at the standings. Okay. Like I'm saying, because when I said before, yeah. the Knicks is just as close to like seven for mm -hmm. eighth as they are to the second seed. And Rob looked at me like I was crazy. But if you look at it, Miami Heat are in eighth place, twenty-five losses. The Knicks have twenty-three losses. There's only two losses in the loss column. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it, it's right there. It's right there. It's not that far from either way. You're going to start so, getting into the matchup against each other as, to, as far as seeding and other things absolutely. like that. Yeah, absolutely. That's so, where it starts getting tricky. Yes. But, uh, yes. So you, you want to be careful with that. Again, you know, you want to hold it down. I mean, they, they do have some winnable, winnable games. The Sixers come up after those those five games that I mentioned. You know, they've been able to handle them. I mean, that was a great win the other night when they when they when they knocked right. the I mean, anytime you could beat a Philadelphia team and with the Rangers taking care of you know the Flyers yesterday, it, it was great. But um, you're listening to the second hour of Sports Night Talk Radio on WGBB 1240 on your dial, and we are worldwide. Yes, worldwide on the internet, and you got the sports innovators here: Rob, Doctor Rob from Lake Success, and Hector from Washington Heights, and Eric from Ronkonkoma. We're all 
very experienced callers into Sports Talk Radio. I think, if it's okay with you guys, I think I want to transition to baseball. It's baseball. Well, I know everybody's chomping at the bit. I think I'm actually going to have to be the positive guy here because I, I sense that Eric is going to come with a little... Uh, I don't know. He's he's fired up. Right? I, 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 am, I am. I am. Yes. All right, Eric. Get okay. on, baby. Tell okay. me about the Mets. Okay. Okay. I'm trying. I, I am trying hey. to a bit. Okay. Look, I, something I got to get off my chest here when it when it comes to the upcoming baseball season. Now, look. I mean, we we have in the room right now. We got two major Mets fans and we got a Yankee fan. Okay. We, which is fine. But look, the reason we all met was because we all went through. A Mets game together. This is how we all got together initially. We all because we all love baseball. Okay, there, there, there were a handful, there were a handful of games, you know, uh, that everyone were talking about together when we were watching the Met game. But we all love baseball, and here's what I'm getting annoyed about here with the upcoming Met season. All right, there's a lot of speculation. Look, they, they got a rookie manager now coming in. Okay, fine, that happens. They have some transition going on with. Uh, a couple of new players coming in. Uh, there's a lot of rookies that are going to be on the team. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm fine with all that. The the problem is, though, is this, okay? We have, we have a new GM coming in, specifically. This guy has been targeted by the owner for a number of years. Finally got a hold of him, David Stearns. Everyone's excited about him coming in. You know, as far as baseball professionals, that's fine. Okay, used to be the GM over in Milwaukee, took the team to the playoff a few times, that's that's fine. Okay. But okay, here's why I'm getting annoyed with when it comes to the, the situation. They want to talk about rating or, or evaluating. Evaluating is the word. The players on the team as far as contracts going forward. Okay. That's fine with some of the players, but you have a couple of guys coming up on their contract years, like Alonzo. Okay, Alonzo is a huge topic of conversation because he's going. He's going to be a free agent after this year. In my opinion, and, and a lot of other people's opinions, he should have been signed a long time ago. Now, that part, regardless, okay. One of the things that Stern said when he came in is he wants to evaluate Alonzo to see where they are by the end of the year as far as what he's worth. This guy is a GM in baseball. You're telling me you're not paying attention to what Alonzo's been doing the whole time? I mean, you you were potentially looking to acquire him last season. That's a good point. Although he wasn't in charge of that. I, I, I get that, but, but you're a GM in baseball. You're supposed to know what all the players in baseball are doing because you're looking to acquire or sell off your players to other teams. Okay, you're telling me you don't know what Alonzo has done? I want to make a thought on that. I think what what really, in my opinion, what I think is going on, of course, is my opinion. Um, Number one, of course he knows. I think it's coming possibly from the higher up. I think Cone, he's not a willpot. I don't want to hear this nonsense. This guy is from my town of Great Neck, where where I live. That's where he was born. He is a billionaire. He's got the money, but, but... He got a little gunshine now. He spent a lot of money last year. He went out and spent a lot of money on Lindor. And I think he is being cautious. He will pay him that, if it's fair market value. That, that's fine. I don't have a problem with being cautious, okay, based on what's happened the last couple of years. You gave big money to a couple of older pitches, okay. 
I jump in, Hector. I mean, That's seriously. Right. I mean, but but he paid a lot of big money to a couple older pitchers. Okay. But here's the thing. All right. You know what Alonzo's done. Alonzo has produced the whole time he's been here. And he plays every day. He, he plays every day, even when I mean, Basically. maybe to a fault sometimes too. He got hit on the wrist last year with a pitch, and that's another thing that we'll we'll get into as well. He got hit on the wrist with a pitch. Okay, was out a few games, came back really quickly. Okay, which I think affected his performance a little. You know, everyone talks about his average for last year. You know, I think him coming back when he did kind of. Affected that a little bit. The guy still hit 46 old buds. I'll say this. I'll say this. To, to what you're saying, to what you guys are saying, I don't think it's Steve Cohen feeling like he was burnt specifically with Peter Alonso, right? Like Eric said when he first starts on the subject, this is something that should have happened a long time ago, yeah. right? Ironically, before us, the good gentleman, and I, I, Mike and Chris, I believe were their names, had Bernie Williams on, right? And Everybody, anyone that's heard me speak about the Mets knows how much I've wanted Peter Alonso to have an extension. Absolutely. I've been loud about it. I was loud about it. I was loud about it last time we were here, right? But at this point now, the ball is in Peter Alonso's court, right? And I heard Bernie talking about when he came up in the same type of situation where they were talking about him going to Boston and all yep. of that. And when he said, he told Scott, no, I want to be on the Yankees. You understand what I'm saying? It's up to Pete if an extension is going to happen right now to go and tell Scott or to go and tell Steve Cohen, listen, I really want to stay here. You guys think we can work this out? I'm willing to have a conversation. Because right now, it's obvious that none of these teams are willing to throw money or throw offers at Scott Boris. Unless they Boris, you just said the magic no. word. Well, yeah, but unless they know that he's going to really negotiate. Because what they're afraid of is he's going to take that offer, he's going to sit on it, he's going to shop it around, and it's just a waste of time. You understand what I'm saying? Well, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think the Peter Lanzo conversation right now is a little exhaustive. Yeah. Uh, you know, well, I, I agree. Not yes, change. it's not. And uh, you're, well, you're, listen, you're, we don't know what's going on behind closed right, doors. Right. It could be that by the time spring training ends, we get the surprise announcement. Oh, the Mets and Peter Alonso have come to an agreement. But we also can't ignore what they're trying to do with the with the luxury tax and all of that, and what it would mean right now if they added any money to this payroll. Let me. I want. I want to touch base something because I was thinking about this, and I've been bringing it up on Twitter. On Twitter, the Mets right now. Are really deficient in the pitching. Why? Why are they not? You know, why are they? Why are they not going for a pitcher? There's a few pitchers still out there. That's you know, why. Why are they not taking a chance? And and they need their all. Yep. Okay, they just lost their race. All right. What? what explain to me. What's okay. Going on well, here. you see, and, and that's that's a good look. I don't. I don't want them to be reactionary when when it comes to something like this. Okay, uh, but I, you're right. They they do need to get another pitcher. I believe we have a call coming in. Okay. Uh, but to, before we get to before we get to the, the caller, look, the, Hector, you and I have been saying on here, uh, you know, many times. As far as the pitching staff, they they need arms. All teams need arms. Okay. Uh, Montgomery's out there. They feel they have arms. They feel they have enough depth. I I understand what you mean. They feel they have enough depth, and they don't feel right now they want to make a commitment to anyone for longer than than two years. But but, but 
that, that's I fine. Know, that's that's fine. Montgomery. That's fine. He's, he's a New York guy. He's played in New York. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't want to have any interest yeah. with the Yankees. Yeah. He's, there's no interest in that. And, and, and what they but they, they got ours, but they got both penalties. He's going to agree to two years or three years, which is possible. Well, that's, that they would if he has nothing out. on the table, Hector, he probably will. We got a call coming in. We got Jack. You're listening to the Sports Innovators on the second hour of WGBB. Jack, welcome aboard. What do you got for me? Hey, fellas. Um, uh, listened to you for a long time, uh, Rob. Um, and Eric, um, I gotta tell you, you're the sweetest guy. You know, when I hear you on at 4.30, um, always bringing the cookies and bringing the good vibes, <laughs> um, you're, you're a real champ. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate that, Jack. Thank you. Yeah. The best Mets frenemies you'll ever find. Uh, we, we can scream at each other all night long and then, you know, Five minutes later, it's uh, hugs and kisses all over again. So, um, we're both passionate Mets fans. You keep me Um, uh, on my toes. You keep me on my toes. I appreciate it. Right, right. Well, and vice versa. You know, um, Hector was the first fan I got to know um, from through the station um, because I always pricked up my ears when they called because he always had interesting stuff to bring to the table and was always with flair and style. So, um, so I wanted to grace your show. Um, I heard Stearns today with the, uh, Ronnie and Gary, and I gotta tell you, I could not have been, I mean, we've heard him a bunch, but I felt that it was as impressive as it could be. Um, I think, I don't think they're gonna shy away from spending money at any point when they think it's worth the money. Um, I think they will come, they will bring it when they, when they see, when they see the right moment. Maybe they don't believe Montgomery is the guy who you, uh, you know, you go to whatever he's, he's asking right now. But I, I really do have confidence in the team. Uh, I mean, the, the team that, um, from Cohen on down, um, that they're, as he stressed today, that it's all about sustainability, um, you know, to, to have layers of depth in the system. And I have to admit it, I, I think we have more depth in the system than, than, than most people are giving us credit for. So, um, you know, there's a lot of ifs this year. But I have confidence in the structure that they've built. But thanks for the time, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thanks, thanks for calling. Jack, and you mentioned something that I was thinking about today is um, for a long time when we saw presidents and GMs be hired for teams, you always heard the word autonomy be thrown around, right? Autonomy. Is this person going to get autonomy to run this team the way that they see fit? And I think we are seeing the perfect example of that right now. So this is what I was trying to say before. When you When you... When you guys um, talk about Steve Cohen doesn't want to go above and beyond or may not want to go above and beyond, I don't think that's what the case is. I think he's put this team fully in the hands of David Stearns. And for now, he's going to trust him. Since he got here, like you said, we've been known that he wanted David Stearns to be his president. Yes. Right? Yep. So I don't think it's a bad thing for him to say. And he said it from the beginning. I'm not a baseball guy. I'm a fan. I'm learning. I yep. want to learn. But I want to bring in people that know baseball, that know how to run a baseball team to do that. So that's what he's doing right now. Now, what worries me with Pete and even how my buddy Jack just said, yes, I believe they will. They have said this from the beginning, and they will still reiterated today. When we see fit, if there's a player out there that we think fits what we're trying to do, we will go out there. This ownership has shown that they will spend money. My worry is, though, I think we talk about analytics. Rob bring it up before when he called. It's all over sports. And I think these guys look at the numbers and they say, this is what this guy's going to do. This is what it's worth. This is how far higher we may go. And we're not going above that number. And that's the problem that you're seeing right now with people like Scott Boris and his clients where Scott Boris wants the moon and the stars. 
and Caesar may be the only one in the Kingdom Moon. I think but, I think analytics is actually really small. But I, Jack, you still with us? No, 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 no he's no, on. No, okay, gee, look, but um, yeah, I listen. I, that's a whole other discussion. Well. But if I could touch on that, okay, that, that's fine. I understand that part of it as far as the agent's concerned. But here's, here's what I'm, con- what I'm confused about, and you never hear this. I want to hear from them why they think some guy like Montgomery doesn't fit the team. Okay. The guy pitched in New York. He's a lefty. There's no reason why they can't sign him for three to four years. He's a perfect transition. He, he's basically a veteran now compared to a lot of the, you know, people that they're bringing in here. Okay, yeah. so he's pitched in New York. He can. He, we know he can handle it. He's a, he's a lefty. You know, and and he's won. Okay, so what is it about him him that they don't think he's worth being on this team value wise? I'd like to know that as opposed to bringing in of a couple of one year deals. I think it's a combination of things, right? You don't hear them. I think what is what is when it comes to him specifically. And just from me talking to people, you know, people talk about he's not a hard thrower. You know, the game right now is in love with the 95, 97, 98, with the hard fastball blowing it by people and all that. So people worry about the type of pitcher that he is, right? Also, I think for the Mets themselves, and, and also how long is that going to last? Are you give him five-year deals, he's going to be good for two years? Does that fit the timetable for the Mets? Yeah, As a fan, I want to think they, I want to... Of course, Eric. Right. I want to think they do, but I'm trying to think like they are. As a fan, I want him. I wanted to trade for Soto. We know this. We know this already. I want all of these guys. You understand what I'm saying? But I'm also trying to think like they're thinking. I'm trying to be reasonable. Yeah. I don't want to lose my mind. It's February 25th or whatever the hell it is, right? There's going to be plenty of time for that. But also, they seem to think they have guys in the pipeline that will be able to come up and fill some of these spots. You understand what I'm saying? Whether that be Christian Scott, whether that be Mike Vassil, whether... You pick your guy. They have a few guys that they feel that will eventually be able to come and take those spots. And there's also Coburn Burns to be a free agent, free agent next year. You got Walker Buehler being a free agent. There I say even Zach Wheeler to be a free agent, which I think he'll probably end up getting excited by Philadelphia. But there are guys out there that you could possibly go out and get next year. So I think that's what they're thinking where that might be a better investment. Why invest? Again, we talk about the luxury tax, all of those things. Why invest in Montgomery now when, unfortunately, they can talk to all they want about competing. They obviously don't believe that this team can win. Because if they believe that this team can win in 2024, they would have done some of the moves that you want. So when you think about all of that, well, you hope so. I guess you understand why they don't want to go after Montgomery. Hey, gentlemen, I just want to quickly, because we're, we're getting to wrap up the show. and we, 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 we we I just want to touch quickly on the Yankees. We haven't touched on the yeah. Yankees. Number one, I think the Yankees right now oh are going to be pretty good. I really... Can I just it, say, I thought Juan Soto... Juan Soto the Yankees in the Yankees. I know. Once, listen, Juan Soto right now, he hit like a 500-foot home run. I'm only teasing today. The guy looks like he's on steroids. The guy's jacked. That's a story for another day. Watch Hall of Shame, by the way. It's on Netflix. It's a Balco story. But, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to WGBB. I want to kind of give it... I'll wrap it up. We've touched on the Rangers tonight. We've done a lot of Knicks. We've we've done spring train. There's so much. You've been listening to the innovators. I think we bring something very, very different to the tables. We're just regular fans. We're not sports talk hosts. We're just guys where we do basically what we all do as kids. Shoot the breeze. Argue back and forth. Oh, there's Rangers. Next Knicks. Mets, Yankees. Giants, Jets. Hector, I'm going to let you get one word in, and we're gonna have Eric, Eric's going to get the final word tonight. 
I mean, I, I don't, I don't even know what word you want me to get in. All I can say is, like I just said a little while ago, Mets fans, I know we're frustrated. I know we want to win. We want to win every year. I'm not saying we're not gonna win now. I'm saying it could be a fun season. You know, today I watch a guy like Jose, I mean Francisco Alvarez, do an interview in English live during the game, and that just makes me smile just seeing the growth that he has made. So that's that's what I'm saying. Just focus on the youth, focus on the growth for these guys, and let's hope that they surprise us and make this front office make the important moves that we want them to make. And let's and let's enjoy the sports, and hopefully we'll all have a good time and be celebrating something at some point this year. That's the main thing. And Knicks and Rangers playoff run, and hopefully the Knicks come out on top. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to WGBB, the second hour of the sports interviews. We're going to be back! This is something new, it's different, and it's never been done. But it's been done at WGBB Sports Talk New York, and you're going to be hearing more of us. And I'd like to hear some input on on, on, this, on our show. We're out. Have a wonderful week. Thanks have a great night, guys. The views expressed in the previous program did not necessarily represent those of the staff, management, or owners of WGBB.